0: Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Hey everybody, welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. I'm really excited to have you all back tonight. It's Monday, March 21st. And I'm recording a podcast for the second day in a row, which I think helps my podcast get visibility and appear higher in search rankings. Today in the Apple Podcast app, when I search for podcasts with the term metaverse, my podcast comes up in the second spot. So things are going wonderfully well there. I'm really excited to be reaching a broader audience and I'm getting more comfortable and confident with the approach that I'm taking, which is not a technical approach or even necessarily a leading edge news approach, but more an approach of simply looking at how the metaverse is developing and how uh, I question and wonder about how it will or will not reflect our lives in the offline world. Uh, Yesterday's podcast dove into that quite a bit around the idea of um, uh, the difference between Uh, engagement in social media pages and metaverse places and how there may be some differences there. And I'm going to expand on that a little bit today, actually. One of the things that I was thinking about recently was uh, as I was walking around a golf course, thinking about what it would be like to have a golf course in Decentraland to have this sort of um, vast uh, space. Um, It wasn't really for me so much about the golf course because I wasn't there for the golf course per se. I was there for the the wide open space and the trees that uh, lined and circled the landscape. And so I was... <clears throat> thinking about that a little bit as I sat down and and considered if I had something to say for the podcast today. And I started thinking about space and then also thinking about the limitations of space in, in the way that I was th- discussing them yesterday, how someone can, a celebrity, for example, could have a an Instagram page and have a hundred million followers. And all that 100 million follower followers, um, as long as the servers can handle the traffic, can be on that page at the same time. And having a kind of sometimes synchronous, but often asynchronous uh, community exchange. So as I sat down and, and I thought about that, and I thought about golf courses, and I thought about the limitations that come with uh, virtual space, virtual places, um, limitations around the the space that you that's a, that's available. Because when you have uh, people being co-located, being in the same place, same virtual place, you have a you run into a, a different um, challenge or a different problem. It would be more similar to the idea of if everyone that was on a famous person, a celebrity Instagram page, was was on a uh, virtual call in a, in a chat room where the where it was audio connection and not text. If you had all of those people in that room, in that virtual space, at the same time speaking there would be there would be nothing intelligible at all it would just it would just turn into a a roaring uh sea of of noise of background chatter it would be impossible to have any kind of meaningful engagement or conversation and so when i i was thinking about golf courses and their kind of exclusivity, you know, um, you, you pay for access, but in, in a sense, what you are also paying for at at a golf course is, is space. Um, you're, you're paying to be in this, this large outdoor area. And I'm not a golfer, so maybe golfers may disagree and say that, that it's crowded and busy and so forth, but typically um, you only have a couple of people work, that are playing on a hole at a given time. It's it's actually quite a lot of uh, spaciousness between the people that are that are playing uh, through the holes uh, of the course, uh, and so I started thinking about how at the moment there's this kind of idea, and it actually is a reality, that you can just sort of plop into, say, Decentraland and run around. Um, and unless there's some kind of uh, protocol that's been put in place to limit entry into a particular building, you can just kind of roam around. And, and perhaps that's because there isn't enough um, adoption yet by, by, by users. But I started considering that at some point people, you know, it's not going to be necessarily desirable to have this, this arrangement where anyone and everyone can just kind of drop in, you know, if you think about say a celebrity person, um, a celebrity with a, with an Instagram page is happy to have 10 million or 50 million, or 100 million people that are coming to the page, but they don't want those people in their house. the the they they don't want they couldn't put they couldn't even have them all in their house if they wanted to. there just wouldn't be enough space. and so I think that one of the things that will really start to emerge in the metaverse. Uh, landscape is going to be around controlled access around exclusivity and so it's interesting to hear about the Board Ape Yacht Club plans to have uh, their metaverse platform develop because um, what what they've done there is they've uh, they've sort of pre-selected they've, they've screened out um Pretty well, anyone and everyone. I mean, in the world, <laughs> there's only so many board ape uh, yacht club NFTs available to purchase, and so what you um, have there is a is a constraint um, uh, that um, you're you're not going to have anyone and everyone coming into your virtual uh, place, and so I I think that. going to be something that's going to become more and more uh significant more and more important on although on the one hand there will be perhaps large-scale events where lots and lots of people go like sporting events and entertainment uh, music events for example um i think that where there's, there's going to be a lot of development will be in smaller-scale uh, uh, structures that will resemble more our everyday lives, our dwelling spaces, our working spaces, our leisure spaces, and that um, what we will see is that, uh, that there will be... Um, much uh, a much smaller number of individuals that are that are appearing and entering uh, a virtual place at any one given time. So anyhow, just wanted to jump on and share those ideas with you all today. I am <clears throat> setting up some uh, interviews for the podcast very soon. Um, I've only been at this for a couple of weeks now. So, uh, I'm really excited that this is episode 20. Um, I just jumped in, I have my envelope, literally have an envelope here where I scratch down a few points about what I could um, talk about uh, for the podcast today. I'm just really just running into the space as quickly as I can And it's been really a tremendous amount of fun. So if you're someone like me that has an interest in the metaverse, but isn't an engineer and and, uh, isn't um, someone that's making the metaverse from the digital side, from the coding side, um, there's plenty of room to uh, participate in the new space and talk about anything, really. Anything that you're passionate about in your life, you can situate it, uh, begin to think about it, um, what it, what it would look like in uh, the metaverse in the future. Okay, thanks all for listening. I uh, hope to be back again in the next day or two with another podcast. Take care.